Powered by MPB, this is Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast, hosted by Jermaine Flood and Tara Wren. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. Today I'm chatting with Belinda Lane and Yomika Gaffney, both employees at Mississippi Public Broadcasting in the Education Department. I'm going to talk with Belinda and Yomika about Parents Are Teachers Too, which we call it PAT for short. Parents Are Teachers Too is an initiative that focuses on families learning together. It is an early childhood training support initiative that provides parents of early learners with teaching tools and strategies for working with their children at home. This program complements the school workday. When the child gets home from school, the parent needs the skill set, the communication skills to be able to talk to the parents. And so that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today, what this program really, really offers to our parents here in Mississippi. So I want to say welcome to you, Belinda. Thank you. Hi, Tara. Hello. And welcome to you, Yomika. Hello, Tara. We're going to learn more about our facilitators from Belinda. And Yomika is going to talk a little bit later about how she recruits parents for Pat. So let's start our conversation. What we know about Pat. PAT is, like I said, parents are teachers too. It targets parents of children pre-K to third grade. It incorporates the PBS Kids programs and activities, resources, books, and all sorts of resources for our parents. It has six sessions included. And so we'll talk a little bit about those today as well. So Belinda, I'm going to start with you. First of all, tell us a little bit about what Belinda does here at MPB. Okay. Belinda is the Education Outreach Specialist for Mississippi Public Broadcasting, and I've worked for MPB for 14 years now. So a lot of what I do entails educational outreach activities with the community, with the schools, the child care centers, teacher trainings and workshops. We also provide lots of trainings to others. It doesn't matter pretty much what area that you're in. So that's pretty much an overview of what Belinda does. Yomika, what do you do here at MPB? Well, I'm an education specialist. I assist in the production of whatever projects we have. I write blogs as well as help out in the community by doing different programs. Well, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you both because you both have worked on the PAT initiative. And Belinda, you right from the start doing the development of the PAT initiative. And I think it's one of the best, when I say upcoming programs. We've been in a pilot phase and now we're about to jumpstart and move forward full force with Pat because we've got some glitches worked out and we've added some things and we've talked to our facilitators and we've talked to our parents and they've given us great feedback. So Belinda, since you were really on the front end of it doing the planning part of Pat, what did that look like? And you know, how did that develop? What was your thought process when you were working through this with others and planning Pat? So when we started to think about PAD and the planning process, our thoughts were what age group would we specifically target? How would we share this information with parents? And also how we would choose facilitators for this particular program. Because all of those issues are very important in making sure that we actually are able to get the information out there in the manner that we needed to. But we focused in on PBS programs, 
parenting tactics and strategies, as well as what age group of children we would target as well. So you talk about information, and we mentioned earlier that there were six sessions. So those sessions, I have them here in front of me. One is being a parent. The next one is family fun. Session three is less talk. Session four, effective partnerships. And session five is reading right from the start. Why those six topics? I would say because we needed to make sure that we had strategies that were very, very vital to a parent and how they relay the information to the children, as well as their collaborations with the schools and the teachers that they serve. So we wanted to make sure that parents had some means of being able to provide each one of those particular ideas to be able to share the information across the board. Now, Yamiko, you've heard those topics and you are familiar with those topics as well. And I think if I'm right, correct me if I'm wrong, that you have been an early childhood administrator before. Correct. You're Uh, right. Okay, great. So with that being said, talk a little bit about these sessions. What do you think about the topics that were chosen? I know you weren't here on the front end, but what do you think about the topics that were chosen? Well, on on the onset of looking at those topics, I believe that they are very essential for parents to have, especially during the pandemic. These sessions allow the parents to kind of flow and connect with other parents that may be going through the same issues that they face on a day-to-day basis. And so it helps, as Belinda said, to give strategies to these parents to maybe collaborate and talk about what works and what doesn't work for them. Overall, the sessions were strategically put together to assist parents to complement their children's day-to-day work. And so when you saw parents come into your facility or your base where the children were and you saw them communicate and interact with the children. In hindsight, would you say that Pat should have been something that these parents participated in a long time ago? Or what do you think about when you see hindsight and how Pat can fit in right now? Oh, definitely. Pat should have been introduced to home care providers or to any centers because we had the privilege of partnering with Mississippi State at the time and they would come in and I would have parent-teacher conference with them and allow them to assist my parents. So Pat would have been very vital for them at that time. So, Belinda, do you see now, I know you've sat in on a lot of sessions, how Pat helps with this particular thing that Yomika has just spoken about? Absolutely. It provides a lot of practical ideas that parents can utilize to be able to carry out on a day-to-day basis. One of the things that I really like is that it builds partnerships. It strengthens relationships between parent and child, as well as between the teachers. So I think that it's very, very vital to the success of the parent. The parents have so many things that they're taking on right now. And so with those challenges of parenting, Pat provides an outlet not only for parents to use in terms of their children, but again with the teachers that are in those classrooms because it helps to build those relationships as well. I'm very happy that we have the ability to be able to provide parents with another tool and resource that they will be able to use to carry out their parenting expertise. So we're happy to be able to share this information with parents across the state of Mississippi. And Belinda, you've worked a lot, a long time in early childhood. So How do you see connection between the children and their parents perhaps being better after a parent goes through these six sessions that Pat has laid out? Well, thank you for asking that question, Tara. I actually had a parent who responded 
that she never really watched PBS programs with her child. As a result of sitting down to watch some of the PBS programs, she's now aware that PBS puts a lot of information not only for children to just watch, but it's educational information. And these are the kind of things that we want parents to steer toward and to be able to understand that if you utilize these particular methods, then your children will be successful and you in turn will be successful as a parent. The resources are readily available at their fingertips. We have, of course, our PBS website. We have so many programs that parents just don't really consider. And I think a lot of times they don't consider them because they are free programs. However, the more that we open up these particular methods for parents and these strategies, I believe they will turn to them and utilize them to the very best of their abilities. And then they have those aha moments where the light bulb goes off and they say to themselves, oh, I could have done that. I didn't know about that. So our real thing here is to be able to get this information out and put it into the hands of the parents who will be able to use them and move forward with having successful children in their homes. And so you talk about getting the word out. One of the unique things about PAT, number one, is that it's free. You mentioned that. And not a lot of things are free. Parents see things and they can have to pay for it. So they don't look at it. They don't consider it. But PAT is totally free. Right. The other thing that PAT is, is totally statewide. Because Mississippi Public Broadcasting's audience is statewide, we take this program statewide. And Belinda, you have had the task of helping to recruit facilitators across the state in different counties, because one of our goals is to make sure that we touch parents in every county. Whomever wants to participate can participate, no matter what school they go to, private, public, if they don't go to a school, whomever the caregivers of our children are. So talk a little bit about what it takes to recruit a facilitator in the state. Well, one of the things that you want to make sure is that the facilitators have knowledge of education. That's very important. So we've used people who are educators or children's advocates in some means or or the other. And so with that, they've already had the experience and the knowledge to be able to share the information. So that has been very, very important for us because these folks are already knowledgeable and aware. They're also aware of how important it is to utilize PBS programs as opposed to some of those other programs out there. So we find that with these particular facilitators, it's much easier to spread the information. They already have the wherewithal. They know what to do. They know where to go. But when we are recruiting facilitators, we think about people who are just like that, people who are educators, people who are children's advocates, people who stand for children, and folks who just want to see children do good as well as the parents. So in addition to having the desire and the knowledge, is there any other criteria? Well, we certainly want to make sure that folks are able to share the information in a way that parents understand. Some of the things that we have to acknowledge is that most of our parents have been vulnerable parents. Um, So they don't always understand some of the things. So we want to make sure that we're meeting folks where they are. And the facilitators that we choose are able to do that. Mm -hmm. Or if they have parents whose children attend 
only level five schools. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that they have the ability to be able to share with them as well. Right. So they they have to be able to go from one extreme to the next. That's for sure. Absolutely. I've had an opportunity to sit in and um, I think the group that we had um, together that I was in with you was a very dynamic group. It was. You know, based on um, what you just said. And one thing that I really liked what I saw is that the parents um, developed a connection with each other. And, right. of course, we did it virtually. And just imagine the connection they will develop as we continue, Pat, and we get to see each other and participate face-to-face again. So I think that is um, facilitators are, are key, who they are what they believe, their passion. And so earlier I talked to also Sharon Nettles, who is a PAT facilitator. And I also talked to a parent, Helen Walls. She's a PAT participant. She's a parent who participated in the program. And both Ms. Walls and Ms. Nettles are from Yazoo County. Hi, my name is Sharon Nettles. I'm a former PAT facilitator for Yazoo County in Yazoo City, Mississippi. Linda reached out to me about being a facilitator. She thought I would be good at it. And I thank her for, you know, a thinking high enough of me to do that. But what I do realize is that I have a passion for parents. I am a parent of three three men, uh, just say now, three, almost three men. But uh, I, I love being a parent. I love being a parent. I love pouring into them. I love giving them everything that I had. And what I want for parents as well is to, to do the same thing for their children, but to realize that it's not hard. I think what we do as parents is we, we, we think we should be doing something but we just need to do something. I mean, we always think we should be doing more, but we should just be doing something. And that's what I shared with the parents in the class. I remember when I was in the orientation with the uh, PAT facilitators and we had an activity where we made a hat. And my hat, I'm not that creative, but my hat, I had to stand really still with the hat on my head. And as I began to talk about my hat and describe the things on my hat, what I share with the group is, as parents, we are, well, when I put on my hat, I couldn't really turn to the right or to the left because my hat would fall down. And what I shared with the class is as parents, sometimes we always look over at Ms. Jones' family and Mr. Smith's family, and we're always comparing ourselves with other families. But if we keep our head focused, just like my hat, I couldn't look to the right or to the left. I had to be, I had to concentrate on my family and only my family. And I had to begin where I was. And I think that's what I really loved about it, pouring into the families, how they can begin the process of educating their children at home, how they can begin, how they can begin to be their child's first and most important teacher, helping them to have those aha moments saying, hey, I can do this. And what I really liked about this program, some of the icebreakers that they had, when we would ask the parents when they came in, tell us something special about your family. A lot of them have never thought about anything special about their families. So when they had that opportunity just to to say something special about their families and how they smile and how they glow, it made me feel good because they felt good about their parents. And it really helped them to start reflecting on their families are good. They are really good. And to really point out, you know, to start thinking about all the awesome things that their families can do. When I say I truly enjoyed the PAT program, it was truly awesome. The parents and I in Yazoo had a wonderful time. I must say some days we went over an hour because we had so much fun. But it was just a great program, how they brought it all together. I love the many topics that they had. One of the topics that they had was being the parent. 
you all, it is so hard these days, these days to be a parent because we have so many roles. We have, and it's one of the activities in the book, uh, in the book, in the manual, where we're not only just a, you know, mom, dad, we're the, uh, somebody in one of the class said we're a beautician because we're trying to fix their hair. Some of the fathers were barbers because we have to cut their hair, but we're their cook. We clean. I mean, we're the nurse, we're the doctor. We play so many roles and sometimes it's hard to just settle down and really play that most important role to help our children to learn everything that they can while they're with us. So again, when I say this program was wonderful, I have I have no words to describe. I loved it. I hope I can teach it again. I want to empower the parents with skills to help them to be the best parent that they can be. One thing I loved, another thing I loved about the program is the books that um, Mississippi Public Broadcasting provided for the parents. We had a great time reading the books. I even had one of the parents that read the book in the class, and it was just good to see them illustrated in their work and, and, and the way that they read it. And I loved how the program also taught us how to teach the parents to extend the learning. After they read the book, ask further questions, ask open-ended questions so that our children can dialogue with us back so they can have full conversations instead of asking a question that they say yes or no, but to ask, hey, what do you think this, you know, what else do you think could happen in this story? Uh, how could, how could, how would you have made this uh, story in a different? I mean, when I say I love the program, I truly, truly love this program. And I love the parents that I served in Yazoo. When I say I had a great, great uh, group of ladies that we had fun. We played musical chairs. One of the sessions talked about games. Uh, family fun, and a lot of times we forget that we were once children and we used to play some of these games. We played musical chairs, and parents had a great time. I told them they couldn't get ballot and things of that nature, but we we had fun, and that's the whole idea with the program. We made it fun so that they could want to go home and do some of these activities when they got home with their children. I hope uh, MPB calls me back to be a facilitator when I say I loved it. I truly loved it. Again, just loving on our parents, you all. Our parents come in tired, downbeat, uh, and just loving on them, making sure they feel special, making sure that they feel loved so that they can go back home and exemplify that same thing to their children. Because what I want parents to realize is, is if they know they need to feel like that, our children need to feel like that as well. Hello, I'm Helen Walls. I am a PAC participant at Yazoo County. I was introduced by one of the teachers at the school that taught my grandchild. And the wonderful thing about it is she was excited. She said, Ms. Walls, you're going to love it. I said, okay. So I went there not knowing really what to expect. She was trying to explain it to me, but I think I really got sold on it when I met Ms. Nettle because she was enthusiastic about it. And the thing about it was that, you know, I relate to people. And when people show that they're into something and their heart is in it, it kind of makes me look at it differently. And with her, it definitely was a change. And I said, okay, I want to see. And that first session we had, I was hooked. I told my husband, I said, I got to go back. I said, we have to figure out a way so I can make those meetings. The way it was done in watching Miss Nettle, she gave us a lot of hands-on things. She gave us books, and she showed us things and how to do things, and she let us discuss it at our table, how we would do it, what we would do. There was a journal that we kept along the way, writing down from each session what we learned, what we thought we would do at home. So all of that led me to go and begin to 
get the books out again and began to just let them enjoy the books and talk about the books. And we had discussions, not not grown-up discussions, but but discussions that they felt comfortable with, my grandchildren. And they were happy. They They really loved the books they received. Each one had one on their level. So that made me excited. So it was a challenge for me because it was like, okay, I think I can do this here. And then once I started the process of asking the questions and listening to them and leading them with the questions, they began to open up and show me what they were learning from it. And be honest about it, it was all of us were involved and we were happy in this house. Uh, it was a motivator. It was an encourager moment to to listen to so much going on and it just made me feel like okay I can do this I didn't feel like it was something above my head it felt like it was right where I needed it at the time that I needed it to make sure that I could keep them going in a positive way and I'm always looking for something to help because now I'm stay at home so I had time and so it was what it was I liked it. I really did like the, the encouragement I got from the, the group and from her. Why should parents participate? For so many reasons. As an elder person, older person, it refreshes you. It, it encourages you to know that you can still have something. You have something to give. And for a younger person who's starting out, it can show them things they need to be doing with their children at home to help them to grow and develop. And I feel like, without a doubt, relationships are strengthened when you and the child have something that you can do together, just like I did with my grandchildren. I felt closer to them, and I think they also felt that it was, uh, Grandma knows what I'm talking about. Grandmama can help me with this, and Grandmama, we have fun talking about stuff, as they put it. But basically, uh, I love for the fact that there were some books that we received that were nonfiction, and that was the most interesting thing because I'm into nonfiction things. And so, again, it's a benefit all the way around for the adult and for the child. So, Yomika, now I'm going to turn to you and ask you about the other party in Penn, which are the parents, you know, the ones, those folks who this designed for. And a big part of your responsibility has been to help to recruit parents for Pat. What has that been like? Well, it really wasn't difficult to find parents because most of us know someone who has children. And so the process that I used was the knowledge of friends and family, friends that knew other people that may be interested in the program. And so I contacted them as well as contacted the libraries, Mega Ever Libraries. Those participants that go through programs there at the Mega Evers Library were also forwarded to me. And we just passed out that information to them. And that's how we recruited those parents. So when you have told parents about PAT, what kind of response have you received? Very good responses. They were very eager to see what they could do to possibly help them with the education of their children. As I said again, as COVID came about, they wanted to know what other type of strategies they could use with their children or their child at home. And so Pat came at the perfect time where parents that I contacted were looking for help. They would reach out to teachers, but they needed additional help because it was only so much that those educators could do at the time. Yes, I've heard that 
that feedback as well, that Pat couldn't have happened at a better time. And even though we, we planned it for a face-to-face -face initiative, it started out, as Belinda stated, as a, a virtual one. And it couldn't have happened at a better time, right. you know, helping people to cope and leaning and supporting on each other. And Belinda, I think we heard in several of our groups that, you know, there were we get off topic sometimes and that's OK, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and we would go above the time limit because yeah. people became so involved, so eager to have this discussion about parenting and how parents should react, how children should react to certain scenarios. So, yes, we would uh, we would extend the time because they became so engulfed in what they were discussing. Absolutely. Now, Yomika, what would you tell a parent who's on the fence about participating in one of these PAT sessions? I would tell them to just try it, to just step out and, and see what PAT is all about. It wouldn't hurt to have the information as well as the books, you know, for their children to read later on when they get older, if they can't read at this point. Or I would say just to come and just try it out. Absolutely. So, Belinda, share a fun story or a most memorable story you've had from one of your PAT sessions. One of my sessions, we had a parent who lost her job during the PAT session, during the COVID, at the beginning of the COVID, actually. And so one of the things that she noted was that her child, she and her children, would go to the library quite frequently. And of course, you know, the public libraries closed down as a result of the pandemic as well. But anyway, she talked about how great this particular program was because they were actually meeting in a park. So the facilitator decided that she did not want to meet virtually, that she felt that it would be more convenient for her parents if they met in a park. So they met in the park, and the parent, that particular parent who was a single parent, she lauded and applauded how wonderful it was to receive those books from us. Each time the parent and the facilitator meet, they receive a, a book for their child. So she would take the books home, and when the child collected, the children, should I say, collected all the books, she said it felt like a celebration to them. Mm -hmm. It just felt like they were having a Christmas party or some type celebration. Mm -hmm. They were just in awe about receiving all of the free books, not to mention some of the promo items that we also provided. So those were some of the things that occurred as a result of the attendance. Mm -hmm. But she was so in awe about the books and just knowing the fact that she would not have been able to afford to purchase those books otherwise made her feel really, really good about attending those sessions. Yes, that's one of the things that I, I love is that we give out books. We try to tie the books to the, the session and really we give out books with everything that we do. And yes. so yes. Um, <laughs> that's just a wonderful thing. A, a child can go so many places with a book. Right. Can, yeah. can, uh, their imagination is, is unlimited with books. And so I'm glad to hear that story. I do want to ask you one final question. Going forward, you know, do you see Pat being around a long time, staying around 
a long time? Absolutely. Yes. As long as PBS is in business, Pat yeah. will surely be in business <laughs> because we have some programs that last for eternity. You know, there are programs that PBS used to air that people still get excited about. They still ask about the electric company. They still ask about Caillou and all the programs that we used to air previously. So I know that with these programs, as we stay current, we will continue to stay relevant. And so that will help Pat to continue to be here for a long, long time. Yes. What do you think, Yamika? And not only that, parents are going to be around. We're uh, forever going to have parents. And so where there are parents, there'll be children. And where there are children, there's the opportunity to teach and educate them as much as MPB can and are willing to do. Well, that's wonderful. You know, this has been a really good conversation. I know we've talked about Pat in a very short time, but it's been, it was a long time. It took about a couple of years to develop it. And now it's here and we're just looking to the heights that it will go and to help more parents and help that trickles down to the, the children in the household. You know, that's that's the main thing is that we create these relationships and help encourage parents and support parents. And I just look forward to where we're going from here. I cannot end this chat without thanking our funders. PET is a program that several entities in the state of Mississippi saw important enough to put some money behind. And we want to say thank you to them. And they are Donna and Jim Barksdale, Cheryl and Jay Davidson, Martha and Henry Hederman Charitable Foundation, and Origin Bank. So thank you to our funders. We will continue to push Pat and help our children the best way that we can here in MPB education. Also, if you want more information about Pat, how you can register as a parent to participate in the sessions, or how you can become a facilitator, log on to education.mpbonline.org for more information. So once again, I am Tara Wren with Chalkboard Chat, and I have been chatting about Parents Are Teachers Too with Belinda Lane, Yomika Gaffney, Sharon Nettles, Helen Walls. You've been listening to Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. This podcast is hosted with love by ACAST.